Hello and welcome in the back pocket. Georgie Parker here. I'm joined by Alpha Male, as said by you, Nathan Brown. Hello, Nathan. Always good to be here, George. <laughs> and of course, our beta male, <laughs> Brendan Goddard. <laughs> GP. How are you, Big fella? Yeah, good, You're thank good. you. You're not happy with that? No, I don't, I don't mind it. Well, you, you can just be however white you like. Well... Jeez, I'm really just learning how to talk <laughs> at the same time I am at the moment. But, yeah, good start. Uh, yeah, great, great, great start. Great start. Um, BJ, you've had a bit of a tough run at the moment, haven't have you? I haven't noticed. Uh, with a <laughs> bit of a tough run... You two have. ...when it comes to I'm sure punting. I'm viewers out there have. Um, you can't even pick a $1.70 multi... So let's have a look at what you well, did sure last thing week. Sure thing for the weekend. All right, this is it. GWS uh, Freo Brisbane to win. I think that's yeah. pretty. pretty dollar seventy-eight. So come on, I've gone to a, a, a yeah, safe like, thing. Look, Freeman let you down, didn't they? I think Freeman will let a lot of us you down. You can stop let's a freight train at the moment. <laughs> the way you punt. I, there's some way I can make money out of this, being so bad. How? I don't know. No, Surely, not. let's find a way. The, the aim of the game is to let's make find money a way. I, I, while you tip yeah, it. So. But you, you can't tip a dollar seventy winner. You've you've gone you've changed tactics all year. You've gone, I'm gonna tip fifteen dollar multis, I'm gonna tip dollar seventy multis. None of them Seven actually legs, coming two off. Legs. But what you can tip in our WhatsApp group is have a look, here we are. We're talking about the golf. For someone like JT, Cam Smith, an all-round game to deal with tough conditions. What was he paying to win? Uh, Pre-tournament, there you go, $21. And I even liked him, um, and I didn't put any money on it. And before I the, even liked him before the last round. Which we was paying? $34, $36. What so, a great job opportunity for you, BJ. <laughs> uh, you are an AFL footballer. You're a great AFL footballer. That's why we've got you on the show. But unfortunately, you're struggling to pick AFL winners. I think you should be sending your resume in to Sportsbed to the golf department <laughs> because you are flying at golf at the moment. So, I'm, he I'm did happy with that. That's my love and passion. Did, I do yeah. love football as well. But You did tip Ollie Wines last year at $81. Yeah, so maybe just did. more that's of a long-form long I'm still winner. hanging on to that. That's why you got me on here. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, well, you tip that $1.70 winner. You went through the value hunters, and that's where we're going to go now. We show you this every week. The value hunters are 25 plus market. It's the sweet spot in the value hunters for me. So let's have a look at some of them. Uh, Jack Sinclair just continues to do what he does. So too does Dion Prestia. That 16 for Dion Prestia, he was injured, so he subbed out of that game. So every time they're above $1.50, I think their bets on their own. When they go below $1.50, that means you put them in the same game, Mulgy. Then you've got Bailey Dale for the first time in nine weeks, went below 25 for Daniel Rich. So all the big names are there, 25 plus. That is the sweet spot and now anytime goal scorers so Parker start Jessica Castagna has started to kick Hard goals again so and Sonny Walters is playing some pretty good footy as well he's a very big price at $1.75 and your man Jack Crisp who you back quite often he's still $1.95 yep. and then we go to the value two plus goals so Stengel's been outstanding Zerha is the one you want to back at North Melbourne Tom McDonald I'm not sure about Tom this week I think there's a buy beware Ginevan just keeps doing what he does. I can't believe how good he is playing. And then Shea Bolton, nine of ten, eight of ten games this year, he's kicked multiple goals. Yet he is still around two dollars. Nine. Well, we're going to be looking at Shea Bolton's match here, Richmond and Sydney. This should be an absolute cracker. The start of the round, you thought that the Fremantle Melbourne game was going to be the match of the round, but this one's shaping up to be another very, very good match. Yeah, you look at the odds, and, and they're well in favour of Sydney. Sydney yeah. are short price favourites here, so you see, oh, Richmond are flying at the moment. How is this happening? So Tom Lynch doesn't play. Kane uh, Lambert doesn't play. So Lynch out is massive. The Lynch out is massive. But let's talk about Dion Prestia because mm. he's season this year, when he does play, is outrageous. Every game, bar the two he's been injured in, 
He's been above 25 plus disposal. So round seven and round one, he's gone off injured. Everyone else has been above 25. So round 11 market, 25 plus. You have to be backing Dion Presti again in this. That I have 100%. What about some of the goal scorers, BJ, from either side here? I really like Will Haywood for a couple of Well, you of can goals. talk about Will, yeah. Well, he's... he's a superstar. He's really filling that hole. He's shaping to be a superstar. Is he a superstar? No, he's shaping yeah. to become a superstar. Okay. With somebody... Careful, it's a big word. Have a... With how many goals he's getting for his price, he's paying $2.45, I think, for over two goals. Five out, of ten, five out of ten gifts, he's really filling that hole because obviously so much attention goes to Franklin, goes to Heaney as well. So I really like him for a couple of goals. Well, Heaney's actually been playing a little bit more midfield. I backed him with well, two he's playing on goals wing. He's getting last the week. Yeah. yeah, so he's fighting between wing and half forward and almost filling that void when Heaney or in Parker spending a bit more time forward. So I like that bat, but for someone, we just talked about Bolton, his ability to hit the scoreboard. And there's an argument around him being a top 10 player in the competition at the minute. Which yeah, I w- is he? Well, I'd say it's, a, it's, a, it's based on form. So let's, let's not forget that. Let's not throw in names that guys that aren't playing potential. You know, Botton Pally, arguably his form the last month hasn't been great. So he's arguably a top 10 player in the competition at the minute. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this game because Lynch being out's a big one because I think with him in it, it really stretches Sydney's defence. And he's arguably been the best tall forward in the competition for the last month. So it's going to it's going to be interesting in terms of what that looks like ahead of the ball for Richard. Now Jack Rewalt comes into himself. He's been getting out of the way for historically. It hasn't been a ground where big forwards have kicked massive bags of goals in recent times. When you think of Sydney playing up there, it's been uh, Lance Franklin. Plays well up there, but yeah. I think Lance Franklin plays better at the, uh, the MCG and Eddie had. Marvel. He still kicks goals there, but he doesn't kick... I can't remember Franklin kicking 9, 10, 11 at the SCG. There's been threes, fours, five, sixes, definitely. There's probably been sevens, I'm not sure. But you think of Sydney when they played there. It's been Haywood, it's been Papley, it's been Heaney Small kicking goals. So when you look at Richmond... It's got to be Bolton. It's got to be Dustin Martin. The ground? Castagna. Well, it's small. So it's easier for the defenders to get back and create a two-on-one or a three-on-one or a loose band ball gets. I know we haven't mentioned him, but you mentioned, I think, you know, what's that group about Dustin Martin and his record against Sydney too. Yeah. He's, he's quite outstanding in terms yep. of hitting the scoreboard. Mm. Yep. So I still think Richmond can win this game. I, I, I know Tom Lynch is a massive out, but I, if it was at the MCG, I think it would be more of a problem because yep. there's so much space at the MCG for Sydney to defend. But at the SCG, where it's a tighter confine of a ground, I, I just think the clearance work that Richmond can do and looking at what Sydney did last week against Carlton, which was poor in that centre clearance, I still think Richmond are the value. Mm, I like it. Value bit. We love that. Brisbane and GWS. Well, Brisbane coming into this one as clear favourites. GWS so hit and miss, haven't they? And last week, obviously, they had that nice win against They West. got the sugar hit last week, yes, didn't they? The sugar they hit, did. as you call it. And it was a nice sugar hit because they got West Coast Eagles. They needed so. Exactly. You couldn't have a better match to have a yeah. first game as and a And this coach, is right? t- totally different. Brisbane, yeah. in Brisbane at the Gabba. The highest scoring venue, Charlie Cameron flying. So you'd have to back Charlie Coming Cameron off a loss. again. 18 goals. Do we, do we talk about that last week? Just remind us. Do we talk about Hawthorne being. We did. We pumped up Hawthorne. We said they were a massive chance Particularly last you. week. Credit, so credit here's Charlie Cameron the last five rounds. And they got done last week. He had minimal impact last week, but he was able to kick three goals as well. So that is an outstanding last five weeks. So I thought, OK, there's a lot of small forwards kicking goals. So why not? And I wanted to call this the small man's comma. We're not allowed to because the common medal is a market. So we've gone small man's goals kicked. So well, this is, a, this is now on our side. It's on the small. Oh, it's on the sports bed site. There is one rule. You have to be 182 centimetres and below. So So this is a small man's goal kicking one. I said to our traders, I said, I want you to put Jack Ginnivan in there. And they said he's 185 centimetres. I said, 
185 centimetres. Was he on his tippy toes when he was being... What's the difference is so many people put add a little couple of centimetres. I was always under in the record. I was, I was 188 centimetres my whole career. I was like, I'm, I'm happy with that. You stand next to him, 192. No way, Gideon. <laughs> maybe you get your measurement out and you need to go around to every club. This is a serious market, Brandy, and measure these small forwards. Yeah. Because there could be a couple that They're are slipping... They're wearing their boots. So could that be market a couple that are slipping under the radar. The so who's your tip in that market, Cameron? Well, has to clearly be. Charlie Cameron. Because he plays predominantly in the goal square, yeah. out of the goal square. So when Brisbane are in trouble, he goes to the goal square, particularly when their big players are out of the yeah, goal square. So Danaher. So I, I can't see him being overtaken by anybody barring injury. Talk to me about Peatling. Hey, do you know who James Peatling is? Have you ever heard of James <laughs> I've Peatling? I've never heard of him. No, I've never heard of him before last week as well. Like, but obviously Peatling? Spike McVeigh likes him because he hasn't been playing under Leon Cameron. Yep. So Leon Cameron goes out, Spike McVeigh brings him yep. straight in. 23 disposals and three goals. And now I tell you that we work on an algorithm here. So our do traders will be like, <laughs> OK, so how do, how do we figure out James Peatling? Nobody's ever heard of him, so he has to be valued. So I think he's valued this week at 15. 20. He had 23 last week. So he would against, be against confident West Coast. against West Coast, but it's a big ground, the Gabba. So you've got big wings out there. So this man, I think, was worth at Where least a 15 plus. High half forward type wing rolling up, three goals, 23 <laughs> disposals last week. I don't know a lot about James Peatling, but I know the price is good. I like that. Now, Bets with Mates Kitty. It's not uh, been much luck for you lately, but it's back Just to you. Just when I needed it. So explain no, the bit with Mates Kitty. Bet with Mates Kitty. We started with, what, $1,000? Yep. Started got with it up 1, to about $4,000. <laughs> started with $1,000. And we're trying to get $1.20 pops. And it goes from one to one each of us. We've not lost one we've yet. Lost. <laughs> we're BJ's had a little bit of trouble. So we're trying to get it to a $1.20 pop. The current money is $1,512. It's so back it's to up me. to you now. Um, give us your $1.20 pop here. Wow, that's just. Uh, I think the emoji face I put in the WhatsApp group described me as a melting face into the ground. Because if this <laughs> does, doesn't get up, I'm I'm done. I'll just leave it to you two. So it's it's Brisbane v GWS and it's Brisbane head to head. It's a dollar seventeen. Well, it's a dollar eighteen when I look. So I've gone for a dollar seventy shot in the past. Sure thing, Richmond they lost to Adelaide back in the day, and then I went with the second time I lost. I can't remember now. You should be okay. But a uh, dollar eighteen. If this Second time again, Zach this, Bailey for two goals, which is a stretch. A stretch against West Coast, I think it was. Yeah. The, yeah. So if this doesn't get up, I'll just leave it to you. I'm, I'm done with bets with mates. I'm, I'm sick of letting you two down. No, we'll support you no matter what Thank because you. it's all about the fun no, and gambling responsibly. Yeah, Geelong <laughs> and Adelaide. Well, Adelaide without their two big key forwards. No Walker, no Ruschelli. So this could be a really tough game for Adelaide. Well, Geelong have had the two Adelaide sides playing in Geelong. Look, I've said on this program before, goal scoring down there is difficult. Yep. But Jeremy Cameron, I don't think, has quite learned how to play the kicked a great torpedo last week. But for me, it's Tom Hawkins. They're both the same prices for two plus, three plus, four plus. Mm -hmm. Down at the Cattery, you've got to take Tom Hawkins. Tom Hawkins, three plus, four plus, five plus. I think he's the one this week over Jeremy Cameron. Stengel? Stengel, yeah, you could, you could add him in there as well. I actually like... This is going to be a big what do you got? value. James Rowe, $5.80. James Rowe, exactly, he's not played many games. He kicked two against them last time he played them in his debut match last year. He's oh, not he's played Stephen many Rose matches. Son. That's it. $5.80 for him to kick two goals. They've lost two of their key forwards. The ball's going to be very windy down there mm. in Geelong. I just think $5.80 is worth chucking 10 bucks on him. $5.80. It's valley hunting. That's valley hunting. Melbourne and Fremantle, like I said at the start of the round, you thought this was going to be the match of the round. Fremantle, though, the last couple of weeks have been 
not good. It's been wet weather for them, and they've not. It hasn't not, suited them. No, really obviously not at all. They're a so, small, fast side. They yeah. can defend well, but the wet weather hasn't suited them. No. So back at the MCG. So hang on. So they're a small, fast side, but the yeah, wet weather doesn't it suit hasn't. them. Weird, it has it? not suited them at all. You watch them the last two weeks. They haven't been able to handle the physicality mm. of the game, where that's been their their one wood for most of the season. So whether it is the wet weather, but it can't be anything else. So I've watched every game they've played this year, and all of a sudden, the last two games, they look like they can't defend, which is mm. very very straight. Not defend, they haven't been able to score goals either. They haven't been able to kick goals the last two weeks and it has been wet. So they would love to get back onto the MCG yeah. hoping that it is dry right. against the Demons. Well, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard and, and I'd be looking at the weather radar before I'd be looking at anything the of value good. there with Fremantle. Well, they say that now. Jane Bunn might change her mind. A couple of Freo Dockers are flying. Sir Wrong, Will Brody. Oh, uh, well, Will, Will Brody is just... He's yeah, arguably he's a beast. the top ten players in the competition at the minute, but I think the the money for for Will Brody is diminishing as is uh, Brayshaw. So here's Caleb Sarong's 25 plus disposal markets. His last five rounds have been outstanding. So he's one. I think that potentially now slipping under the radar because of the attention on Brayshaw. I think it was probably the first six rounds. Now Brody yep. having such an outstanding year. So Caleb Sarong, I th I'm. I'm going to pretty confidently say he's your, he's your man this week against what is arguably the best midfield in the competition. So here's Will Brody. So there, there's the money there, $1.42 for 25 plus. Yep. Brownie's rule of thumb, under $1.50, must roll it into a multi. Yeah, you can't take that one out now. So it has to be in the same game. He was about $2.20 only four weeks ago. So the price has come in. So let, let's have a look at Petrarca and also mm -hmm. Clayton Oliver because they've both been getting 30 possessions through the last four weeks. Now I know Clayton Oliver gets bigger numbers, so 38 and a four. 45 there, but when you're asking for 30 plus disposals and they've done it three of the last four times, it doesn't matter how much you're over 30, as long as you get to that 30 like Petrarca did last week, and the price difference is huge $1.84 or $1.28. Um, it doesn't have matter take, how many you're going. You have to take Petrarca. Well, it doesn't matter. 30 or 45, it still pays the same. It, absolutely, and there is a buyer beware with Tom McDonald, do you think, Brownie? Well, I just think. Fremantle are good defensively. Yep. So they've got the three big key pillars back there. Tom McDonald has had been really good. And I look at this game and I thought, okay, who do I need to stop if I'm Fremantle? Uh, I mean, there's some good players in that forward half of the ground, but Tom McDonald, mm. he leads up. He's such a good, hard leader at the football. He does not miss when he gets it. So if I'm Fremantle, I'm putting my eggs in the Tom McDonald. I want to, I want to take him out of the game first. Mm, that's it, it could be a buy beware just on the goal markets in general because at two great defensive teams, you, yeah. you'd expect Fremantle to respond after two poor weeks and again being dry conditions, so hopefully it suits them. But it, so over or under the total points? I was going to say, that may potentially be your, your unders under. here. Your unders there. Well, all the Saturday night and Sunday games coming up just on the other side of this. The 25-plus disposal market is where you need to be. And here's some goal-scorer markets. I'm going to be backing McAdam again this week. Shea Bolton, so, two goals. Now, ding, ding, ding. Bet with mates. Kitty time. Oh, I'm yeah. going for mine, and I'm going head-to-head -head Richmond here. I like Hawthorne. the line. The Hawthorne line, for me, is certainly a good one. Man, Charlie love, Cameron, 15, 15 goals in his last four Easy games. Man, pretty handy. Minute, yeah. So I'm backing him. I mean, 25-plus for me, I'm, I'll be backing Tom Mitchell at that. One area that you can load up again is, is Fremantle midfielders in particular. I mentioned earlier in the program, if Tom Mitchell does play 25-plus displays, he's $1.60 for 25. Yeah. And that man, Jai Newcomb, I mentioned him last week, don't take him over 25. This is Nathan Brown's favourite section. Because well, he just sits back, you should watch him. He sits back like this. 
just watches his work, a few head nods. You've got to your own work, you know? <laughs> yeah, like a lot of negativity sometimes. in the world. Sometimes you've just got to give yourself a bit of positivity. <laughs> How yeah? much help do you have from the producers giving you some of this info? Who, Nate John? Yeah. yeah he's a good man. <laughs> West Coast and Western Bulldogs. Well, West Coast, I can't see them getting their first win. Anything's possible that's over there in WA, but you just don't see them getting a win anytime soon, do you, Nate? No, every time you look at West Coast Eagles, they look good on paper. They've got a pretty good <laughs> side on paper and they just cannot get the job done at the moment. There's only so many times you can blame COVID. So Western Bulldogs, so they've, they've lost their last six games by 40 plus, which when you look at their team on paper, they should not be losing. But I can't see it not happening again. Western Bulldogs playing some pretty good footy. It was a good win last week against the Gold Coast Suns and I think they're almost back to Western Bulldogs. I'm not going to say they are back, but they're playing good football at the moment and I think Western Bulldogs 40 plus for me. Well, they're getting bags scored against them, aren't they, BGs? A few key forwards. BGs. BJ? BJ? Um, so these are obviously the, the key guys who are kicking big bags against them. So when you're looking at here, is it Aaron Norton? Should we kick well, him? Or Tim the, English is back as well. He's the obvious one. Yeah, Tim will spend a bit of time there. But I, I think Aaron Norton's your answer. Tom McDonald, Tom Lynch, Jack Rewalt in the same game, 11 between them. Jeremy Finlayson, there's a couple of doubles up there from a couple of times. Is it a big so, bond week? Is it a bond Marcus week? Bonk but now, I think now that he's fit, he still yeah. has his biggest impact in the midfield. So that's why I question when he's playing forward whether he's fit or not. Because yeah. you've got to get him around the ball and where the ball is most often. And that everyone is the midfield. Everyone's a piece of pie, though, when everyone's scoring. Yeah, the old downhill skiers. But I think Aaron <laughs> Norton's your man. The other question is how many free kicks is he going to get this week after uh, last week's? So Aaron Norton, three, four or five? Oh, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's safe. I'm, I'm playing it safe these days. Three, three, <laughs> three plus or more. I'm going to go four. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just want another green tick on your name. Yep. Gold Coast and Hawthorne. Oh, Gold Coast, they're, they're doing all right. They had a loss last week against do the Doggies, but obviously it was over in Ballarat, so it's a tough road trip for them. And, but Hawthorne, they're the ones that had that brilliant win down in Tasmania. Speaking to people at the Bulldogs, they're impressed with how hard they were around the footy last week, Gold Coast. They lost the game, but it was one of those games where you thought, they're going to pull away the Bulldogs now. It's going to be a seven or eight goal victory, but they kept coming and they kept coming hard. They had an opportunity with Ainsworth late to almost level the game and then went down the other end. They kicked a couple of goals. So they're going all right. Tom Mitchell, last week, we spoke about him. He was $1.60. So he had a couple of poor weeks. And normally he averages around $1.15, $1.16 for 25-plus disposals. Then he was managed. So all of a sudden his price last week was massive. It was $1.60 for Tom Mitchell. And you thought, OK, he had two poor weeks. He's managed. He's going to come back in fresh. Got the dollar sixty. Got the dollar sixty. Know what he's back now? He's back at a dollar sixteen. So last week was the week. So you got to do your research. Got to do your homework. And listen to the big fellas Talk to me about Mitch Lewis though, BJ. Well, he's in form. He's he's. The thing I like about Mitch Lewis is there was I think some well there's some question marks early days and he's I think a perfect example of tall forwards, young tall forwards taking time to actually mature and a guy that's. Still got some growing and a lot of learning to do, but he's actually now coming in, you know, into form, but but finding his feet. Sam Mitchell with... shown faith in him. Yeah, correct. So you got faith, confidence in a guy, three, four years into his career, mm. being a key forward, and he's a, he spearheads that forward line. So you're giving him responsibility. So he, he's last, or he's he's. He, whole year has been outstanding. So I think someone to kick goals against Gold Coast. He is going to be on Sam Collins. So that's the only thing I do question. Yeah. So history will show yeah. that his, his last month's been really good. But Sam Collins is a quality defender. So it's a buyer beware, maybe. I think it's a buyer beware, even though we did highlight how well he's been going. Yeah. Very important to know. St Kilda and North Melbourne. Well, same kind of thing. St Kilda, $1.07. Very short favourites here. North Melbourne. 
again, you can't see them winning any games. No, you can't see them beating St Kilda. I did the game last week where North Melbourne played Melbourne and, and you didn't expect them to win and it was just how was their effort. And I thought their effort was fine. I thought they competed really well. Up until half-time, they were right in it. And you always knew that Melbourne was going to win, but that's all North Melbourne want at the moment. That's all their supporters want to know. They're going to turn up and they're going to compete. There's been mm. games this year where they have done that, the game against Sydney and also the game against Melbourne last week. Outside that, their effort has been questionable. And I, I just see this being another big loss, but it's just how they compete. I, I, 40 plus, it's been the last six games in a row. St Kilda will win this game 40 plus again, but it's how North Melbourne compete that I think their fans want to see. Well, who is going to be scoring the goals? How many is Max King going to get, BJ? Well, well Matt, yeah, probably history would suggest that the fill your boots with fours, and particularly Max King, who's again in the question of the best key forward in the competition at the minute. So I'd be looking at Max King for four plus minimum. If you want to be uh, you know, Scoring that against the lower size. Yeah, you want to gamble a bit, maybe go for five, six plus. But but he's he's clearly the main man. There may be other guys that bob up too. So when you're having so many goals scored against him in North Melbourne, that someone like a memory, uh, you know, Higgins isn't there, he misses another week. So there's there's plenty to go around is what I'm saying. So there may be some value in memory and a couple of other forwards at St Kilda because Max, I think, will be at Seven the disposals range. last week for six goals. When he starts getting 15s, 18s, 20s, this is when he's going to be kicking your 9s, 10s and 11s. Will he? Or will he just be getting more disposals? <laughs> more disposals, more opportunity <laughs> to kick goals. Jack Sinclair, though, for the disposal market. Back him every week. Every back week. him every week. Hate his haircut, but I back him every week. Look at that, dollar There's 50. only been two weeks this year that he hasn't got 25, and he's only missed it by one and two, so he's still at the price where you could take it on your own, but I'm probably going to put that into a same-game multi this weekend. Jack Sinclair, off half-back, easiest position to play. I keep telling you, George, <laughs> it is easy position to play. So, Jack Sinclair, still going to get the footy, though. Yeah. When I say it's the easiest position, it's almost the most important position as well because you there have you to be able to use the footy, you have to be able to read the game, you can't allow your half-forward to be kicking so threes and fours. It's 11, 11 and you've got to be courageous. You've got to be courageous. To talk about you know, how important halfbacks are. Well, you've got to be smart because you've got to pick and choose your moments wisely. Absolutely, Absolutely. like BJ. That's why probably you couldn't play win. there very well. Carlton and Collingwood, this should be an absolute rip snorter. They're, rip they're snorter. expecting 70,000, 70,000, people there. What is Col a rip snorter? Well, I'm not yeah. sure. I think it's a good one. Explain um, rip snorter. I'm not sure. I just came out of my mouth. <laughs> is it an Adelaide thing, is it? <laughs> Maybe. Rip snorter. Anyway, yeah. Carlton, they're eight and two. They're paying $1.58 into this one. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we got, we got, Two teams, rival teams, you should be expecting it should to be a tight contest, if any of their, I guess, Well, based on form too. So when Collingwood are now coming off a trip to Perth, we know how hard it is to go over the win, but also then to back up the following week. Mm. So uh, a great win in the wet too. So you're always a, a little bit sore. The body takes a, a little bit uh, longer to recover. As well, and and then Carlton's form last week in Sydney, which was unbelievable uh, performance. Um, so yeah, I, I think we're in for a good game. We should be, you know, the old rivalry, Carlton. Everyone will be up for it. So uh, total points potentially with two high-scoring teams generally. Again, last week Collingwood take that out of the equation because it's a wet game of footy. But generally, uh, a free-flowing game style which produces more more goals. So total points. Uh, is a, is a good one to look at. And over. you get the big matchup, Charlie Kerno up against oh, Darcy Moore. So this is going to be a ripping battle. How much of a leg is this going to be a huge? Does Darcy Moore give you? So it. Charlie Kerno three plus four plus five plus. He win the market, but let's have a look at the Coleman Medal market because he is at the, the top. real Coleman. The real Coleman. The Charlie Kerno. Then you got Jeremy Cameron and Tom Hawkins. Tom Lynch is going to miss some football. Max King. So it is tight. It is really tight. Down to Aaron Norton. Peter Wright's dropped off a bit. The Fritcher. 
he cleans up in the late last quarters. Charlie Cameron, my man, who's going to win the uh, small man Coleman. But uh, Charlie Kerno, the favourite, deserves to be at the moment. What about some of the other guys that are going to be scoring goals? Like I spoke at the top, Jack Chris for any time goal is still paying $1.94, um, $2.45 he was last week. But how about Ginevan? Is he going to be finding goals this Zero week? Bounce. Well, it's a big challenge for... Collingwood's forwards, but also a big challenge for uh, Carlton's defenders. Mm. So you look at Collingwood's forwards, if my check can't kick four, is it Ginevan? Um, is it Crisp who comes in? Is it Hoskin Elliott? Who's going to kick the goals for them? And Big moments come in for Saad. Does Saad go to Ginevan? I, I would say that I, I think Saad's almost their best lockdown defender. If you wanted to say, OK, I don't want Jack Ginevan to get a kick a goal this week or, or minimise... Give him one. But I think Sarge, your man. So I'd be staying away from Ginneman this week. He's had a lot of press lately. He's due for a poor game. He hasn't had one for a while, but he's still young. So I would be sitting there if I'm the Carlton coach and I'm Michael Voss and he is a, a hard taskmaster. I'd be saying to Adam Sard, I need you to go out and I need you to take this kid out of the game fairly. I don't get, get reported, but I want you to get into him. I want you to get stuck into him. So maybe he makes a few mistakes himself. But it's buyable wear for me for Jack Ginnivan oh, this week. Yeah, that's a good point because I even think even my check as well. So they're your two for Collingwood that have essentially been your mainstays up forward for particularly for the punters backing Collingwood goal scorers, those two. But when if I'm Carlton, like you're saying, it's weedering to my check. To my check and then someone like your best small forward to, 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 to Ginneman. So that you may look at then that Henry kicked four last week, but someone like that, Cameron, another tall who will then get young, who's been exposed at times as a defender. So maybe you get some value elsewhere outside of Mycheck and Ginneman. Mm. How about down the other end, Zach Fisher? Oh, well, he's hit the scoreboard twice, so he's lining up against the, the two Sydney teams the last couple of weeks. So just saying that uh, Giants and Sydney the last two weeks kicked four, and then you go back three weeks and he's kicked two against Adelaide. So he's playing that... You know, that high half forward, he's got the ability, the running capacity now to get back in the forward line and reset. And a really good finisher, which is my next point. He doesn't need too many opportunities and too much space in the 50 to hit the scoreboard. That's it. Well, final game in our $100 play, BJ's favourite time, coming up just on the other side of this. Welcome back in the back pocket. We've got one more game to go and then a $100 play in Port Adelaide and Essendon. I think we're going to fly through this one. Are you betting into it? No, I'm not betting into it. It's not a game I'm keen on. Um, Port Adelaide 0-5 and, and you've got a side that is that short. Uh, if this game was in Melbourne, I, I, I'd almost be tipping Essendon. I, no. I, Essendon were oh, poor. Can't. They've been poor, but they're OK against the Tigers last okay. week. I, I, the, the point I'm trying to make is I can't back Port Adelaide with any confidence at the moment. Uh. I'll, I'll back them. I'm happy to back them. Who's your which, tip at least? Yeah, Port Adelaide, for sure. Oh, you can, you, you can. I'm not going to tip them here when they're playing in Adelaide, but I'm just saying if this game was the MCG, mm -hmm. I'd almost be tempted to tip Essendon. Which you'd have a lot of I think I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair there, so I reckon that there's some value maybe in the unders as well. Might be wet around Adelaide. Let's get into the $100 play, and we're going to look at the summary, and I don't think any... Well, us two don't probably want don't want to go through it. I had a bit of a... Bad week. Christian Petrarca, I loaded into him and he didn't provide PJ. Not overly fun for you. <laughs> what did I say about Paddy Cripps last week? I said, buy beware Paddy Cripps last you week. You did, I just didn't listen. Fremantle hurt us. Fremantle let me down. But uh, look, it's a clear lead for me. Okay, let's get into <laughs> my bet, my $100 play. So $50 this week. <laughs> so I'm going to the West Coast Western Bulldogs game yep. because I love Bailey Dale. I know what I'm going to get. Tim Kelly 
He loves playing in Perth, so I think Tim Kelly gets it. And then the Western Bulldogs, 25 plus, gets me to $3.75. So I'm having $50 on that. And then I'm having $50 on a four-leg multi, just teams yep. purely. St Kilda to win by 25 plus over North Melbourne. The Western Bulldogs, that bet again is going to go in there at 25 plus. Then Geelong to win by more than 15 against Adelaide. And Carlton uh, at plus 20 and a half. So that means Carlton can win by anything. Yeah, but not get beaten by more. Not get beaten by more than twenty. Is that right? Two dollars yeah. sixteen. Yeah. Is that all? That that is all. That's that is it. All. You know yeah. what? You want short price winners. Um, Can't argue the man that's <laughs> uh, got a pretty strong lead. Honestly. <laughs> Tell us about yours, PJ. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the Collingwood Carlton total points over at 173 and a half. I think so. Again, uh, look like uh, being a good day in Melbourne over the weekend, or a good weekend weather-wise. So, uh, hopefully, a high-scoring affair. And I'm taking. A, I'd be surprised if that doesn't get up. A 50, I'm with you here. A 50-hole multi with Jack Sinclair, Brad Crouch, and I'm going to go Luke McDonald. And I say Luke. I say Luke McDonald because. <laughs> North Melbourne and the amount of inside 50s, him being a defender. Yeah. Even Aiden Core last week had 29 possessions. And Melbourne had 74 inside 50s. So the opposition are having, on average, 67.3 inside 50s against North Melbourne yeah, in the last three weeks. So the <laughs> I think he's hence, back. <laughs> hence why, hence why I even looked at Aiden Core there potentially for 20 plus uh, just quickly, but I haven't got him in. But that's the reason behind Luke McDonald. Potentially, you can throw in a couple other North Melbourne defenders. Do you know what? When I first started here, Brownie said to me, "It doesn't matter if your bet doesn't win, as long as there's reasoning behind it, and there's mm -hmm. plenty of reasoning behind yep, that." Right? No, I like I'm that. Well, my hundred-dollar play, I've gone for Will Haywood for two, two plus. or more oh. goals. I just, I just couldn't go past the value there. I'm just chucking twenty-five on that. Twenty-five dollars on Carlton, one to thirty-nine. I think that they're not absolutely blowing ways. You had them plus twenty. They can win by anything. They just can't lose by 20 for him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just think 1 so to 39. I think that it will be a tight match between Collingwood and them. And St Kilda, 25 plus. I really like that market. Brad Crouch, 25. And Max King for three or more goals just to double my money there. $50. That's my one to keep me into the green if that one gets up. Of course, they're playing north, so I can't expect them to lose that one. That's it. In the back pocket, all done for round 11. Halfway through the season, nearly. So if you're having a punt this weekend on the footy, make sure you do gamble responsibly.